0: So the author Rahimahullah, Imam he now goes into Al-Khabar. The author goes into what is known as Al Khabar. And this is the first point he picks it up from his book. So I really want you to realize that Ibn Hajar is actually drawing you a diagram. He started from the top Al-Khabar. And the diagram, inshaAllah Ta'ala, as it goes, we're gonna be formal, we're gonna be we're going to be formulating the, the, the diagram together, inshaAllah. InshaAllah Ta'ala. So you can see what's happening here. So let's start writing it. Yeah. Slightly good job. Slightly good job. Okay, we have al-Khabar. So Ibn Hajar he starts the book with al-Khabar. So we're going to be drawing the diagram together. Al-Khabar. Sorry. Al-Khabar. And then the diagram is going to be drawn inshallah ta'ala from the statement of Ibn Hajar. Are we all together? So what does Al-Khabar mean? The author, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he explains what Khabar means in his sharh of nushat al nazar In the Sharah of the book. He says Al-Khabar is ma'nahu. He says So there's a couple of things that Ibn Hajar does here. First of all, he explains what Khabar is. And he also explains the difference between the difference between a hadith, a khabar, and an athar. Okay, so there's three things that are now. So what's the difference between these three? We have al khabar. We have al khabar. So we have al. We have al khabar. We also have al hadith. We also have (coughs) Al-Athar. So what's the difference between these three? What's the difference between each of these three? We need to go into So let's start with the first one, which is Hadith. Hadith is anything that's attributed to the Prophet. We already took it. Hadith is anything that's attributed to the Prophet in terms of speech, Al-Qawl, and Al-Fa'luh action and also the Prophet's taqrir consent whether it's hukman in terms of ruling or if it's tasrihan directly okay because we remember we have this concept of it's the wording of a companion but it's given the ruling of the hadith okay so we, that's why we say hukman or tasrihan so that's what hadith means okay Athar um, here means, Athar is anything besides the Prophet sallallahu So it's basically, what's attributed to a sahabi or what's attributed to a tabi'i, that's a Athar. It's anything other than the Prophet. What's a khabar now? Khabar involves it and it's more comprehensive than not all. So these two together are khabar. Sahih? Khabar is both of them together. Khabar is a hadith and athar together. Does that make sense? Are we all together? So the hadith is what? The, sorry, the khabar is, the it's, it's more comprehensive than both of them. يُطلَقُ عَلَى مَا إِلَى النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم Anything that's attributed to the Prophet or anything that's attributed to other than the Prophet is known as what? Khabar. So that's why the author رحمه الله تعالى, used the word خَبَر I want you guys to, to ponder on something here right now with me which is sometimes it does happen though that they are interchangeably used sometimes it happens the athar means hadith and it means khabar and khabar means hadith and They're all interchangeably used. They can be each one. Okay? It does happen. And I'm going to give you guys a couple of examples, inshallah ta'ala. One example is the qawl and the statement of al-imam al Bukhari, rahimahullah. Al-imam al Bukhari's statement. When Bukhari said, Ahfadhu, I memorized. Bukhari, sorry, Bukhari saying this. Al-Imam al-Bukhari, what did he say? Ahfadu, I memorized. Mieta alfi hadith. Mieta alfi hadith. I have memorized 100,000 hadith. Sahih, <coughs> which is authentic. Wa mi al alfi hadith. I've also memorized 200,000 hadith. غَيْرَ Sahihin which is authentic. Ponder now. Bukhari says, I have memorized 100,000 Ahadith which are authentic. I've also memorized 200,000 Ahadith which are which are what? Which are weak. Ibn Salah in his kitab عُلُومُ الْقُرْآن Are you there? He says هَذِهِ الْعِبَارَةِ قَدْ يَنْدَرِجُ تَحْتَهَا عِنْدَهُمْ آثَارُ الصَّحَابَةِ وَالتَّابِعِينَ وَرُبَّمَا عُدَّ الْحَدِيثُ الْوَاحِدُ الْمَرْوِيُّ بِسْنَذَيْنِ حَدِيثَيْنِ So when Bukhari said this statement, what falls under his statement of I have memorized a hundred thousand hadith, what falls under that is عِنْدَهُمْ آثَارُ الصَّحَابَةِ The statement of the companions falls under there as well. وَالتَّابِعِينَ and also the statement of the what? The tabi'in. So now what has hadith become? It's become khabar, right? It's been comprehensive now. So hadith is now being used of the level and the caliber of khabar. Very good. وَرُبَّمَّا عُدَّ And it sometimes may even be counted one hadith if it's narrated with two different chains and it's one hadith, it's going to be called two hadiths. It's not going to be called one hadith. One Bukhari said 100,000, don't think to yourself, I looked at all of the hadith that are out there and it doesn't even reach 100,000. Bukhari comes to this conclusion. He's referring to the Sahabas, the tabi'een. He's also referring to what? One hadith, two different chains, he's two different hadith. He's counting as two different hadith. All week, all week. Lala, he would memorize week. These scholars were not just memorizing Sahih, they were memorizing weak narrations as well. So they know it. Why is it weak? Who's in the chain is it making it weak? They all know the matters pertaining to that. لذلك, that's why Iraqi makes it in his alfiyah. That's what Iraqi says in his alfiyah Have we understood that point, brothers? Another example another example for the same to just show you that khabar and hadith and athar can interchangeably used is the statement of Ahmed ibn hanbal rahimahullah ta'ala Ahmed ibn hanbal said What's authentically transmitted in the hadith is 700000 hadith he said in terms of hadith 700000 hadith 700000 ahadith Extra has been transmitted, he said. Wahad al Bukhari, Muhammad al Muhammad said, There are 700,000 and, and extra the hadith, a little bit more, that are authentic. Wahad al Fata, and this young boy, who's he referring to as this young boy? Does anyone know who he's talking about? Yeah. Huh? No, not his son, Abu Zur'at al Razi. وهذا الفتن يعني أبو زرعة الرازي، الأسف أبو زرعة الرازي، هي قد حفظ ست ألف. أبو زرعة memorized six hundred thousand. He had memorized what? Six hundred thousand حديث The Imam commented this, and you can find it in the kitab تهديب الكمال. Bayhaqi commented on this, and he said، وإنما أراد والله أعلم. And he said, what he intended by the statement, Imam Muhammad, Allah knows best. Ahmed, what he intended by 700,000 ahadith, is the ahadith of the Prophet And also the statements of the companions. And the verdicts of those tabi'een that is taken from. Are you with me, brothers? So, here what you realize is that hadith and khabar and athar can interchangeably be used. Final example would be the final example is Qul Abi Zurah. Abi Zurah al Razi's own statement. He said to his son, Ahmad ibn Hanbal's son, Abdullahi, Abu Zurah al Razi was sitting with Abdullah ibn Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Abdullahi ibn Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. So he's talking to him and he said, Abuka, your father. يَحْفَظُ أَلْفَ أَلْفَ حَدِيثِ Your father memorized a million hadith. So he said, your father has memorized a million hadith with his chains and everything. And then Abdullah, he said, who is the son, Wama Udrika? How do you know that? How do you know my father has memorized that much? قَالَ داكرتو. I revise with him. And I took the understanding and the chapterings of those ahadith. I mean, he organized it for me. So, this is what we take from this is what a said. Dahabi said, Sir Alam al the 11th volume, page 186, he said, 87, sorry, he said, This story is first of all authentic. This shows how vast the knowledge of Imam Muhammad was. He said, but they used to consider the repetition of those Ahadith. If they repeated so many times on different chains, they will also count that. They will also count the Athar, which we just took, which is the statement of the Sahabas and the Tabi'in. They will count that. They will count that. Are you with me, brothers? Are we all together on that? So now we learned the heading of the top, which is Al-Khabar and Al-Hadith and Al-Athar, what it it means, what's the definition for it, and the differences of each one. Are we all on the same page? Are we all together? Now we're going to go into, half of the Hajar is now going to go into... Ibn Hajar is going to now go into a point, which is very important, which is Al khabar wosulihi ilayna. And then... The author rahimahullah ta'ala, he's now going to draw this diagram for us. Okay, Ibn Hajjah rahimahullah ta'ala. What he says is that, al-khabar, and now he goes automatically is, ilayna. Uh, Categorizing the khabar in terms of how it reaches us. In terms of how it reaches us. Are you with me brothers? rahimahullah ta'ala, he categorized it into two. The first one, he says, "إِمَّا أَيَّكُونَ لَهُ طُرُقٌ مُعَيَّنٍ." Are you there? The first one is there is no restricted amount of narrators. It reached a level of it's just too much narrators. That's what mutawatir is. And the second one, which is, "أو مَعْحَصِرٍ." Or it's restricted with an amount. Does that make sense? Those are the two it's mutawatir and ahad. Mutawatir is a narration where the narrators who have narrated this are not restricted to an amount, meaning it's too much. 50, 60, 70, 80 is just too much. No one's gonna count it. It's unrestricted. The number is just going uh, it's it's going on. Okay? And the second one is. And it doesn't have a limit, in the sense where when, how much it can become, and the highest it can become. is just unrestricted. This one, on the other hand, is restricted to an, account, to an out, amount. The one that's restricted to an amount is called Ahad. The minute restriction comes, it's called Ahad. Are, are you with me? Very good. I will speak about it, inshaAllah ta'ala. Each one. الَّذِي لَا حَصْرَ لطرقه is خَبَرُ الْمُتَوَاتِر The second one is الَّذِي لَهُ طُرُقٌ مَحْصُورَةٌ إذ is known as what? Ahad. let Let's start with the first one. The author says فَأَمْ فَالْأَوَّلُ The first one, which is what? أَلْمُتَوَاتِر أَلْمُفِيدُ لِلْعِلْمِ اليقيني. So the author starts with أَلْمُتَوَاتِر when he says al-awwal, he means al-ladhi la hasra li-turukhih. As I just mentioned in the matter right now, the one that doesn't have no restricted amount, that one, which is the mutawatir. Al-mufidu ibnafit su al-ilm al-yaqini. What does it mean, al-ilm al-yaqini? What does Yaqeen first mean? Yaqeen means wa al-ateqad al-jaazim al-mutabiq lil-awqah. Yaqin means what? When you have an unwavering conviction in your heart, which is in, which is what? It's in correlation with the waka' in front of you, the reality in front of you. So, ilmu al which the author mentioned. So, the author, rahimahullah, here. Stop here. The author Alhamdulillah, what does he say here? He says that Al-Mutawatir is what? Al-Mufid. What does it benefit us what does it benefit the benefit us the author said? does it but read the matter for me? What does he say it benefits us? Lil al yaqini right? Lil ilm. yaqini sah المفيد للعلم اليقيني. So what does it benefit us? علم اليقيني. What does للعلم اليقيني اليقيني mean? What does العلم اليقيني mean? It's also known as what? علمه? It's also known as علمه الضروري. It's known as also known as what? علمه علم الضروري. علم الضروري is something you don't need. Two things. Number one, another. Second, you don't need istidlal. There's those two you don't need. You don't need observation. You don't need to observe it nor do you need istilal, nor do you need to look for evidences, you don't. It's reached a point where there's no requirement, there's no need for observation and there's no need for what? They're looking for evidence, you don't look for evidence. Sahih? Because the people who are telling you are large in quantity, they are large in amount and number that you as an individual no longer want to know, you don't ask. Sahih? Example, have you seen China? Have you been to China before? Do you believe in Chinese existence? 100% No doubt عِلْمُ So صحيح This is called what? عِلْمُ الْيَقِينِ Certainty Because you see people coming from China and say we're Chinese You see You saw um, The news talking about China You saw this and that You saw recordings that are coming from those countries Okay Even if recording didn't come, but the magnitude of people come from it and every time. Where where are you from? China. Okay, where are you from? China, 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 China. So China does exist. Does that make sense? So now if I was to ask you, where did you find out from China's existence? You would say this is ilm al-daruri, I know it out of necessity now. It's obligatory. Does that make sense? This is ilm which is mutawatir. If somebody tells you something, uh, somebody comes up to you and says, Ustad died, you're like, really? First it's shocking. No, that's not true. Really? Then another person tells you, another person, when it, when it reaches six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 people, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's certainty now. صحيح. You with me? That's what it becomes. It's ilmul, ilmul yaqini. This is what mutawatir means. It's a khabar which لا يحتاج منا It doesn't require researching and looking into the issue and observing. But well, are you there? But if you look at today and you observe what atheists want to make evidence, what do they believe is, um, if you want to, if you simply ask an atheist today, and you say, "Atheist, what does it take for you to become a, a believer of God? What would it take for you to believe in God's existence? So what's a proof to you? See God. See, that's the evidence. Good, I like that. Seeing God is what's going to make them believe in God So they believe in what? Empirical evidence They believe God has to be seen Sahih? But that's a contradiction on their side Why? Because there are many things they believe that they haven't seen So when do they determine When do they actually say No, I won't believe anything unless I see it We believe in atom, we've never seen atom Sahih? We believe in so many things that we don't see. Sahih. So basing your belief on seeing alone and saying it's only what is seen is false. It's wrong and it's baseless. Sahih. Well, that's why the religion, there are things that are categorized. So for us, evidence is what? Al-Kitab. That's our evidence. They're getting confused. They're jumping from one theory to another theory, to another theory, to another theory, to, to the theory. And to be honest i tell you one thing, this is something that's known by Islamic history, known by reading the books of the, when philosophy came and introduced into Islam, that all it brought about was confusion and people who indulged themselves into it without having any knowledge of Nusus al they came out confused. And they came out not knowing anything. Fulan said this in his book, Fulan believes this theory, oh, the theory is now demolished, it doesn't exist. Um, there's a new theory out, Okay, this is what's being used, template, this is, Okay, oh, that doesn't exist anymore and that's what your life is going to be. There's nothing which is jammed, there's nothing which is concrete. Does that make sense? So it's very vital, and it's very important that we realise that the knowledge of types, the ilm that we have, the knowledge that we have, that we believe in things, let's not fight against it. Okay. Some things are just known out of necessity, questioning it, questioning that thing is a logical absurdity, So It's junoon. Questioning it is actually what? Is actually junoon. So those same people, if you were to ask them, what's your, what's the, what, what? What does it take for you to believe in God? For them, they say science is. Does that make sense? Science is what believes in our foundation of saying that God does exist. It has to be empirical. It's science. Science is what can determine if God exists. And the truth of the matter is the. Uh, the principles that you place in science today may no, never li- may never not live for tomorrow. So if you say today, I believe in God because God scientifically has been proven, that same scientific uh, evidence that you use to prove God's existence, can tomorrow go and you say, oh, I don't believe in God anymore tomorrow. Sahih? Are you with me? But even if today, scientists, all of them, gained a scientific evidence that God does exist and they used their asal as God's existence, as science, guess what? That same science and that same theory that they used to believe in God's existence, could tomorrow go. And then what would go? The belief of God. That's why Allah said in the Quran, "Belhum fi They are in what? They're in a state of shak, doubt, all the time. They are yal abul. They're in doubt, or, and that's what they're playing around with. Are we all together on that? Very good. So the author الله, he said, Al-mutawatiru al-mufidu. Mutawatir is that which benefits you, knowledge which is certainty. Okay, it's certainty. That's what it benefits you. Good. Bishuru'tihi. The author says, but with its conditions. Oh. Okay. What does the author mean, bishuru'tihi? He means there are four conditions and we're going to make it five insha'Allah in total. There are five conditions that are stipulated for a narration to be what? For it to be mutawatir. For, for us to say this is mutawatir, it has to have how many conditions present in it? Five conditions. Okay. The first condition. Ashartul awal. The first condition for this to be mutawatir is what? Number one, the people who narrated it have to be large in quantity. The number of narrators have to be very large. Now, within themselves, the scholars, so the first condition, let me write it. So شروط شروط المتواتر. The first one is أن يرويه, أن يرويه عدد كثير. Right. The people who narrate it have to be large in number. That's the first condition, that's the first sharpa, that's the first condition for it to be called mutawatir. Within them scales, the scholars differed what is a lot of number. Some said four, some said no five, some said seven, some said 10, some said 11, some said 40, some said 70, and others have said other, other statements. All of these statements, كُلُّ هَذِهِ أَقْوَالٌ باطلة. كُلُّ هَذِهِ الْأَقْوَالِ باطلة. All of these statements are null and void. It's incorrect to say that. What is right is أَنَّ التَّحْدِيدَ غَيْرَ مُعْتَبَرٍ أَنَّ التَّحْدِيدَ غَيْرُ مُعْتَبَرٍ That the restricting of it on number is wrong. No, don't restrict it on number. Ah. So what is it that we need when we say a lot of people narrate it? What do we mean by it? We mean al It means when that number benefits us certainty. Remember we said that mutawatir has to be what? al It's what benefits us what? Knowledge that is certainty, right? Oh, yes, no? Huh? It benefits us knowledge, which is certainty, right? So. If a number reaches benefiting a certainty, this is mutawatir. That's the بِصَرْفِ النَّضَرِ and عَدَدِهِمْ We don't look at the number. Okay? As long as it benefits us, knowledge which is certainty, then we can call this mutawatir. Sometimes, little number, funerary people might give us certainty. صحيح? Huh? Sometimes a hundred. A hundred. May not even give us certainty. Sorry. So what gives us certainty here is what's gonna that's the babid. That's it. Are you with me, all of us brothers? Huh? For example, for example before I go to the example, let's read the kalam of Shaykh Al-Islam Ibn Taimi says something very long. I'm going to read it all. And then, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to give the overall meaning. Because it's very long what he says, rahimullah ta'ala.